Welcome to the first episode of the Spittoon Podcast. So while we are suspending our public gatherings, we are putting together a podcast to keep the uh, keep the fires burning, as it were. Uh, for this episode, we got together uh, some some Spittoon regulars, and they gave us some poems. And you're going to be hearing from them on this episode. Uh, future episodes, we're going to try to include poetry and fiction. So kind of give you a mix of what we normally do during the week. Uh, if you would like to contribute, please reach out to Matt, David, um, dig up. Oh, yes, I forgot to introduce myself. Uh, I am Nathan, uh, Nathan Bennett. Um, that's not actually how you see it written on any ID documents, but anyway, um, my middle name isn't in fact Nathan. That would be redundant, but I digress. We have three Spittoon regulars. Um, one, we will be hearing from uh, David Huntington, who has gone to Shanghai, he comes back to visit from time to time, but uh, this is, we got to get him again with us on this podcast. We will have Sarah Costa with us. She has gone back to Portugal, uh, but uh, she will be doing a poetry in translation segment for this podcast. She will be reading a poetry. Reading a poetry. Uh, she will be reading a poem uh, in Portuguese and in English. And then we will hear from Anthony Tao, who is still with us here in Beijing. First up for this podcast will be Sarah Costa. Uh, when she is in Beijing, she's here just to write uh, and to walk on the streets, and presumably to write about what she has seen while walking on the streets. She has published five, count them, five poetry collections in Portugal. She's won some literary awards. She's published and translated a little bit all over the place. And here she is, uh, presenting a poem uh, connected to the birth of her child. Take it away, Sarah. Trouxeram-me tão longe, como se aqui me faltasse sepulcro. Esta é a náusea indócil, correr o mundo com uma janelinha, brilhar por cortesia, afiar o olfato. De que trata o poema? Da piedade de seda, da sombra da voz, do peso da manhã... Trouxeram-me tão longe para me encontrar com o meu filho derramado no meu útero, ser rio, escrito devagar entre continentes, vivo e sofrego e primitivo, vítima de prata, incolor como o amor. Trouxeram-me tão longe para pousar na mesma palavra em que sou geada, solo irritado, Deus irrigado, 
Deus corpo que desagua na tua carne, filho que é a minha, oculta nas mãos perpétuas, de que trata a vida? Dos amigos inesperados, dos homens em fragmentos, dos passageiros em combate. Serás o guerreiro que hesita, a verdade e a mentira, a lembrança enfurecida, a desordem pura, a janela mais justa e a viagem maior. They brought me from afar. They brought me from afar, as if I lacked a grave here. This is the restless nausea, to run around the world as a window, to shine out of courtesy, to sharpen the senses continuously. What is this poem about? Is it about pity? Is it about shadows? Is it about the weight of the mornings? They brought me from afar to meet my son, spilled in my womb, Sir Rio, river being, Ridden slowly between continents, alive and breathless and primitive, colorless, just like love. They brought me from afar to land on a few words, ice, soil, irrigated God, body God that flows in your flesh, sun, which is mine, hidden in perpetual hands. What is this life about? Unexpected friends? Men in fragments, passengers in combat. You will be the warrior who hesitates, the truth and the lie, the enraged memory, pure disorder, the fairest window, and the biggest journey. Next up is David Huntington. He used to be the director of the Beijing Writers' Network, which he has handed on to other proficient and wonderful management. But uh, here we have him for, uh, for two poems for this podcast. He actually is going to introduce himself. And take it away, David. Hi everyone, I'm David Huntington, and I am happy to be here on the first Batoons podcast to read you a couple of my poems. Um, these were two poems that were published um, in Alluvium magazine a few months ago, and they're both um, China poems. Uh, the first one is called May the Smuggler, and um, this is a poem... Mm, a poem about being in a foreign country and uh, bureaucracy and mm, having to apply for your right to be somewhere in a way, um, at a fundamental level. May the Smuggler One day I simply awoke within an enemy. Even to crouch home would be a crime. The trees pummeled the air. The merchant spoke in accusations. I gave an urchin boy my native coin. He said, Only the emperor is permitted cartography. I said, I trespass not by will. But in the deeper will of sleep, they took me. 
Wise men pray to the syndicate, he said. That's the word these days. Around this town I wandered a river, saddled by a bridge of whitish stone and righteous. The whole day a nun crossed, though arched so pure and paramount. I feigned interest with a cobbler, asked, Must not there be some other road? But his foreign language only rang like intonations of my name. Were they on to me? But of course they were. The tall grass shone like mackerel. All the townsfolk's eyes were hidden from me. Night had fallen. An unwelcomed traveler is made into a prowler. Lapping moonlight from a puddle, I cursed the will who willed me so and envied the hearth-lit silhouettes. All men do not wake equal. The bridge was silent and wholly blue. I knew not to which land it crossed, only that I looked too like a villain here. And so I tried the crossing. Swiftly, then slowly, the old stone slabs were magnificent and true. It was then the river saw me, a stranger. Its currents coiled and waters arraigned. Blindfolded and beaten, took. I was not righteous, they were not wrong. As the townsfolk wrote my sentence, I knew there never had been hope. We see green only when the snake wills it. They say, wise men pray to the syndicate. Now in my cell that is all I do. Scratch dates in the clay, and as sleep descends, utter. May the smuggler steal me home. Now, the second poem is a poem about Shanghai, a time in Shanghai. It's titled, I'd Left My City Open That Night. I'd left my city open that night, and when I woke, I closed it. I tidied my pages and crossed the streets. The beggars took their corners. My students looked down the long halls. From my tower, I could hear the summation and a tin-like hammer near Xujiahui. I went to the sculpture park and read a book. Among the statues, I didn't know what to do. It took only one rain to shed summer. The streets became numb and increased their tension. At the intersections, it was always as if one of those raincoats cupped a pearl. I walked over my city, over and over it. Its towers grew taller every day. Because I wore gloves, I dropped my phone. It broke on the glassy street 
The rain drove the heat down into the belly. Turned around as I stepped off the subway, all my roads slick black and the faces like lamps beneath their umbrellas. It seemed the traffic might never move again. She met me in a small brown bar. And that's all. Thanks for listening, everyone. Our final reader for this episode is Anthony Tao. He is a writer and editor who grew up in Kansas. His work has been published in journals such as Prairie Schooner, The Cortland Review, Borderlands Frontier, Michigan Quarterly Review, Asian Cha, etc. You know, it's funny, that title, etc., I've seen that a lot of places. It seems to get you know, nobody seems to like the journal, etc. It seems to always go on the end of lists of publications. He has a poetry and music album made in collaboration with Leanne Halton called The Last Tribe on Earth. Now, I'm not sure whether the X is poetry X music, poetry times music, poetry and music, but there is a very wonderful multiplying effect for these times. Okay, I'm just going to make dumb jokes if I keep going on like this. Right, it's called The Last Tribe on Earth, which can be found at Poetry X Music, P-O-E-T-R-Y-X-M-U-S-I-C dot bandcamp dot com. It's really pretty great. I've listened to some of the to some of it. Uh, you can follow him at Anthony Tao. I think that would be Twitter. Well, take it away, Anthony. Just another park in Sichuan, near the 1911 Revolution Monument. Listening to music, a woman in a maroon puff jacket wipes away tears. I don't know what the singer, seated on the open colonnade of middle age, is singing. I don't know what notes are rising like adder off roses out of the arhu and mandolin. I don't know, specifically, which heartstrings are being tugged or plucked, those that make us consider poets sepulchred in moonlit rivers, or those that make us frown on a rain shower through sunbeams. If we emerged from cocoons deaf and blind, with teachings of old masters woven into our skin, would the light make sense with the music? Whether we are being manipulated like puppets, with our hand-stitched smiles and patched-up cheeks, or if this serenade is for us to raise our droopy lids at a sky streaked with rockets and reflection, who can say? I only know these dulcet notes are enough to moisten an old woman's eyes and pierce the silk screen over a lost half-century with arrows no straw boat can catch, landing with a sniffle and plink. Just the noise one makes when stripped clean, emptied out, tied to the diapson of life's full slate, guilt and zither, mulberry and shame 
charcoal and snow, tinder and chassis. You could surmise our singer was singing for the self, or the moment, or pining upon frost, her throat arranging the melisma of Gregorian chants she never knew existed, or that she debated ancient sages under rustling trees who fashioned themselves born from eggs and say friendships die, the prana survives. But I believe. She has her own myths, unhitched to past or culture. She is a mermaid from a turquoise lake, and with each kick surges until she surfaces, shedding dead skin, salt, insipids, leaving the decision of heaven and earth's benevolence to dogs. She is not a phoenix or nude white crane, but an obstreperous goose risen. That happens in the next verse. If only you knew how to listen. Well, thank you everyone for coming along for our first episode. This has been this is somewhat experimental uh we are it's a bit touch and go uh if you would like to contribute for a future episode please reach out to spittoon uh and oh what is it what is it what's next well we're going to keep doing this at least as long as we are suspending actual meetings because you know, we we'd like to keep keep everything going and well there you go so watch out for the next one next week bye <laughs>